Greetings and welcome to the Space Cave. A big warg to all of you out there this week and potentially for the next few weeks. Gonna need it. A little escapism into a cave tucked back in the furthest reaches of our known universe. Safe and removed from all of the chaos happening on planet Earth. Uh, although I hope you're safe and doing well and taking the necessary precautions to keep yourself that way. Don't be cavalier. Uh, pay attention to science, and we should all get through this just fine. Thanks for uh, checking in with this little program to hopefully take your mind off of it for a little bit. So let's get to uh, part two with Nick McKay and a little bit more Abita Purple Haze Raspberry Lager. So what we left off on last time was kind of a lot of stuff yeah. in that I think they all kind of tie together in, I think he, the last thing we talked about was the border and mm-hmm. our borders. And mm-hmm. it's weird to be born into a planet where all of the rules have been voted on and established by people that got here before you. Yeah, you didn't it's have like, any say on that. You had no yes. say. You show up to a party and they're like, you have to hold your cup like this and you have to drink through this sort of straw. And you're like, Wait, what? What? Why? why? <laughs> How did I end up? I want to leave this party. You can't yeah, leave. You can't leave. It was really bright. It'll make all of us sad. Yeah. And then, so you stay and you, fit, you play by the rules. And this is weird. Shouldn't we all be... I think the the planet. Uh, that's why movies were like there are aliens or something. Mm-hmm. It's we're now we're in communication with this nation mm-hmm. and we're working together and we're unifying. And if we had something like that, if we an knew, external threat, as they say, <laughs> or goal, and we never make the goal the one. So there when you, you talked about um, AI through better living as opposed to defense, mm-hmm. ways to maybe have a home therapy robot, which are yeah, livingry like, rather than weaponry. Totally, yeah. that well, sort of thing allows us potentially to have an, a goal. The last material that I recorded kind of dealt with that a little bit Mm -hmm. in that, not that we have to have this panic mode of like, the planet is a burning building, we need to get off of it, but just exploration, just in the way that Mm -hmm. the U.S. was excited to go to the moon, if we were like, you know, there's something out there in the Kuiper Belt that if we can get to it, we can do this. Well, I, I take that point, but then at the same time, I think that like... You get to the you get to the level of like it's so far out there that like no one cares. Just like right now, it's like Libya is so far there, so no yeah. one really cares. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you care if because you're a human, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I, there's active slave markets right now in Libya, but. I, I don't live there. I don't know what to do about it. You know, there's a lot of other things that deal with me. Like I have to live too. You know, yeah. there's, it's very, very um, complicated and complex and saturated and mixed and whatever you want to call it. But the one thing that I keep coming back to is like, is th- that overview effect of looking down. Like I'm not advocating for all open borders. Like I think that there's like, now I've really kind of come back a little bit and I think it needs to be a double approach of like localism, which is like, again, this coronavirus is showing like, cause if you take the overview effect, it, then you could immediately, you could get to the point of like, where there's like one world government or something. It's like, I don't want that either. Like, I don't yeah. think that like we maybe need one world governance, but I don't want a one world government. You know if what I mean? Like that's different. Such a certain length of time that the house 
they we're in right now mm-hmm. could become something where like we had 40 people <laughs> but we had enough we had enough space and we have the resources right, but right, right. why don't we break up and you guys go live in that room don't come into yeah, our room <laughs> unless you ask and yeah. fill out some paperwork we would all go that's a pretty good established system right. maybe we'd have this friendly commune that is that one mm-hmm. global everyone's abiding by the same rules but likely it's just much more efficient to be like hey you keep your Corona people over there. Get your shit together. Well, I think it's coming down to like bioregionals. Cause so it's, then it's like, okay, like if you take the United States, right? The United States already is like, you know, broken up, if you will, into regions. Yeah. You know, the South should be doing South shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like California but, is a state North and South. So different. Yeah. And the South but, versus what you're saying, like the Midwest, very different. Yeah. And so like the Northeast to the Midwest to then every, you know, the Plains. So for me, it's like, I, it's just the biggest thing with any of this is that right now we keep telling ourselves that like one group of person, one country, one person, like a president, they have the answers like singular, singular, singular. When we have to take the scientific method approach of being like, no, 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 everyone's wrong. And you have to prove through a lot of time and effort and experimentation that you do actually have whatever the fuck you're saying you have. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really the thing, like the rigor to then make it because like right now there's a lot of charlatans, a lot of snake oils, man. You know what I mean? Like uh, it, it, it's very, you can get very um, caught up in life politics you know money making etc well, you have to be yeah you have to be on a track to a certain degree mm-hmm. and there's always a character that is like in the watchman sort of the comedian that just looks at it and like it's just all nonsense let's mm-hmm. just create chaos mm-hmm. the joker these characters oh yes that, yes 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 that yes. are kind of that that like it's meaningless why do we pretend to play by these rules why do we care if you're on this other road this other track where you're like we're so close to something we're so close to something where we can get along and share our resources and and take care of one another mm-hmm. and live better and really experience what this is and heighten our everything. It's just immune systems, intelligence, intellect, et cetera, our, our emotional capacities, heighten all of that. So that, we, And then what? Are we spinning plates? Are we levitating yeah, things? Right, We're likely right. going, it's still all bullshit. <laughs> Maybe we should have just been like this person. Well, I think, I think it's a thing of outlook though, like and, and where we start, because I think if you constantly, like here's one thing, if like we say there we have a goal, right? And we want to attain said goal it's like the fact that we will never say attain perfection like say that's perfection or whatever are you going to get mad about the fact that you keep coming up short or are you going to get happy because the fact that you can do it at all yeah you know what i mean like that's really the difference and there's like these these ways and outlooks it's like the fact that we know what we know is like literally absurd bonkers yeah like like if you were to say like you know some computer program is a sim you know what i mean that like right now in a sim video game you have conscious fucking people that then literally made a rubric of way of thinking inside the sims to then start probing the fucking (laughs) architecture of inside the sim reality because that's what i just explained is what we are doing literally right now i've written a lot of stuff about i have a little comic book uh i'll i'll give you after we leave one is a comic where like there's a uh i think about this all the time in that sense Mm -hmm. an astronaut is like pushing against this membrane and kind of going is this the end of the universe (laughs) and at the other side are just these scientists that are gambling and smoking they're like no get out of (laughs) here That's great. That's so great. The, the scientists wouldn't even care that yeah. we made it. But I think that yeah. when we make it, whether if they're what, whatever it is, if the yeah. if it's you and I and we created this and we were looking down and we saw the Sims, 
even if it was only for a 2000 year period go mm-hmm. i think there's something above this and we, you and i would look at each other like should we shut it down i think they know we're here and, and then you'd go watch they'll get sick of this they'll start fighting among themselves they'll forget about this right and likely they would or they wouldn't cooperate enough to come up here and be right on our nose going hey we know who you are yeah. <laughs> and you and i would be like the fuck they uh, found what us. Is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean one, one of the things that too that that kind of blew everyone's mind is like i think it was in 1920 like edwin hubble even uh, here at griffith's observatory or maybe it wasn't griffith but he basically no uh fuck what is that observatory in the mountains? Uh, my favorite one is in Flagstaff. The no, Lowell. Oh, Lowell. Yeah. It was somewhere here. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, like, Griffith is the, the big no, one but what's here. The, yeah, but it's north of, of, of LA, like in those mountains. It's, there's oh. a, it's not at Griffith. Anyway, regardless of that was the first time, like when we looked out into this and saw those points of light, we all thought that those were stars, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Cause he looked at those and found galaxies and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then like you start looking at that and then you find out that that point of light is an actual galaxy from so far, you know, like yeah. what the fuck is that? And then they start looking at it. Okay. Well then they start measuring that the galaxies are moving away. Like they're red shifting away from us yeah that means that the universe is expanding and then they were like well wait a second if the universe is expanding then that means it was all next to each other like like before, Pangea. Yeah, yeah well well exactly but that was the big bang mm-hmm. is that like if you take the observable universe and then bring it all down into the head of a pin that's basically what happened after the big ba- big bang but i asked a physicist about that because yeah. it would make it seem like because everything's spreading apart where's the center well there and is no center it, right? but yeah. his thought was multiple big bangs that, well like, yeah that well that that was what i was getting to is that basically that it's the trippiest question is like well what was the big bang exploding into yeah because if time Time and space were inside of the Big Bang. Well, what the fuck is outside of time and space? And Another comic. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, <wait>, this is <laughs> me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no one really likes these, but for me, oh, I whatever. Them. We're doing it. But there's there's <laughs> one where like I've created this god character with like the robe the standard god mm-hmm. white guy god but then this god has like an assistant who's just always helping him out <laughs> when he's getting into okay, his okay. scrapes, and they're hiding behind this little like boulder and then suspended in nothingness in just white space is a piggy bank with a bunch of explosives duct taped to it and then he's like holding this detonator thing like get ready this will make a big bang like the idea that, oh yeah yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. a sure, creator sure. thing sure, 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 started sure. it because it, he needed something well yeah it, it, well it's funny because like you get to the point of like the big bang and the questions don't stop it's like well what was before the big bang right you know what i mean like what was the conditions before that yeah, what yeah. was the initial conditions that's what the, that's what the physicists will say and yeah. then and then before that it's like well the only thing that really makes sense is maybe like i've heard a lot of this is like apparently um like it's almost it could it, it could be a couple of things one is like it's a heartbeat you know what i mean like it basically like you do a big bang boom and then it expands 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 until it reaches some type of like terminal velocity or, or not terminal that's a wrong word but it reaches some like threshold mm-hmm. and then basically at that point in time like time and space like springs back and then you it'll basically have over time you'll it'll all come back down into a like i think it's like the all the black holes will then become like one super massive super 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 massive black hole and then all that matter if you get to a, a singularity point at the bottom of that black hole then it big bangs again and it's like a heartbeat you know what yeah. i mean so that or like multiverses you know what i mean like 
this is like a bubble, you know, and like that's even trippier because then it's like you get into like different sciences because like here, what's so crazy again about us probing the universe and stuff is that there was these things that we like constants, you know, thing like the Hubble constant and like all these other things that like it seems like this universe is I don't want to say it finely tuned, you know, <laughs> because it's not like a, like you said, a God character, like do, 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 do. Like we're sitting here, this one has this, or it might be, yeah. who knows. But right now, like in another universe in the multiverse, compl- there's no matter, you know what I mean? Or it's completely different in some weird way because you just, you like plasma does something weird or like different things of Adam, because each little individual, um, uh, metric or number is different that in that universe than yeah. it is to here, and it's like that again. There's no scale is a thing that like you just don't understand. Um, I, I, I when one of my posts like Hello World, I talked about like the difference of our technology and that we had uh, the first picture of a black hole last summer. And then we also had pictures of like the lowest of like a pro some some type of thing of like some not a quark or like not an atom but like the it's the real most like there, yeah. real small and so the difference though yeah. from the black hole that we saw in terms of size etc to then the smallest thing is like something like six no no ten sextillion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like send six, a 10 sextillion scale bars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and we're like just right kind of in the middle. <laughs> like what? Like that's weird <laughs> as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like all those things of scale, it's like you can get too big. You can get too big where like n- thing numbers don't matter, you know, and, th- and you get into this like uncertainty realm and then again at the bottom you get into the uncertainty past the plank length like the plank length is like the lowest you know kind of thing of any type of substrate that then makes matter but all of that again the fact that we are even probing this stuff is something of the sort of we're not in Kansas anymore. You know what I mean? Like we're just not like the internet, these knowings of, of things. And it's like, so for me, I think of this thing as like, and get to your profit, whatever uh, kind of hat is that like, I really think that we're in this like transitionary period. And it's almost like the answer to like, are you familiar with the Drake equation and like the Fermi paradox at all? Uh, I know the, the terms I'm not like, yeah. Okay. So real, real quick is the, uh, a bunch of physicists on their lunch break and in like the 50s basically put up this equation of like what it would mean like what are the odds of like intelligent life out there and francis drake basically you know it's like how many stars are made you know that can support life then how many planets are within a habitable zone then how many planets like have enough like not bombardment you know to then make life how many then life can you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and then so he made this equation and by they did they did all this stuff and by the conservative mess the conservative math it's like there should be millions in just the galaxy in just the milky way because the universe is very very big but it's also very very old yeah you know so it's like there should be shit that we can see you know there should be whatever and so enrico fermi famously said so where is everybody and then <laughs> you know and so that's like the fermi paradox it's like the math says that we that we should be just surrounded by shit yeah but then we're not so why is that and yeah. then so you get into these things of like what they call great filters of then like you almost then what I kind of ascribe to is that technology in a real sense like this kind of stuff is we're going through a phase change and that like we can either like harness it and like do something with it or we're going to be the evolutionary like footnote 
that was a cool civilization for a little while over there in that part of the town you know and it's like that's what i don't want to happen like that's my biggest thing of like well wait a second what is humanity in a hundred years a thousand years like i'm not we may not even be humans at that point but like why are we not trying to still progress when like you look back at our ancestors and it's like what like we were we're off from horses you know what i mean like we're like 98 percent, you know dna with a banana like all this it's like to get to us is like crazy insane but then it's like why do we stop here why is the party gonna be stopping here because we can't get our shit together you know us getting it together to me is so fascinating in that what one what does that mean no no absolutely that's why it's a conversation rather than like a a top-down approach of like you need to believe in this it's like no 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 no. i know i don't have the answers but i think it's going to be a bottom-up approach of like us you know, talking about things that work and then talk about things that don't work and then actually communicating rather than what we're now doing is just everyone's throwing shit at the wall, <laughs> hoping for it to stick. And then what happens if nothing sticks there? Our you general know? <laughs> ability to like understand the the planet yes. from the spectrum of intelligence or, or awareness, you would say, mm-hmm. not even using the term intelligence. Like I was watching this episode of Moonshiners recently and one of the guys was like, well, we need a generator. We could just have water run across this uh, washing machine rotor and then as it builds up a charge, it'll just trickle charge. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I understand the principle of that. I, could I wire that up and do that? It would take me a long time. I don't right. know that I would. I'd shock myself a bunch. But he's someone that if anyone looked at overalls, cut off shirt, people wouldn't immediately go, there's one of our smartest people. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I, but he might represent an average human. And it, average the average human, the ability to like put their finger in the air, the dynamics we understand of like maybe how fast a plane or a bird is flying. Right. That we used to know by navigating through like a sexton mm-hmm. that we could just little things that now when there's a tsunami and all oh, the animals took off and humans did nothing. Like, well, we used to know that. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting further and further away from that. We're relying on AI. But we understand these the scale you just referenced from mm-hmm. a black hole all the way down to a quark. Yeah. But that seems to be our limits that we don't know beyond that. As our but frontal that's fine. Lobe, like why do we need anything because, before? But, but, like, that. but our fundamental understanding with that being our spectrum is mm. this version. It's like so finite say, of sorts. Yeah. And say that say the next gateway that opens up is we evolve. We have a little bit of microplastics in our system. Mm-hmm. Say we evolve into this kind of synthetic cyborg mm-hmm. type thing that has a little more AI boosting mm-hmm. our neuroplasticity, if we will, to to sort of signal boost us. Right. And now we understand intuitively even the simplest human cut off shirt overalls could be like you know if you were the same size as a quark here's what the infinity below that would look like oh yeah, yeah. and they would know it intuitively in the same way they used to like put their finger in there and know if a storm was coming right we get further away from knowing the earth but maybe we get a little better at understanding like the grand and that's a, and that's and that's a very good point in that like that's why i say uh, i i kind of have not ex- completely ascribed from like the overview effect to like localism but i think it's a both thing like again like locally you need to like fucking a man like if you live somewhere and you don't know who your representatives are and like how things happen and like what is what is happening to you then like i don't i don't know you know what i mean because then it's a very passive very like reactive kind of way to live yeah but then as well like that's the same kind of way for like the cosmos you know we're kind of just sitting there but then at the same time like we know the astronauts are already evolving from being in the space like in weird ways like yeah. they have to do strength training because bone their density. bone density yeah. all that stuff well what happens like again we haven't sent anyone outside of near earth orbit orbit since like 1978 
So it's like the last person to like go around the moon was like in of around our protective atmosphere or not a protective atmosphere, but our protective radiation. Cause like yeah. basically our core emits, you know, this kind of like force field almost to then protect us from like right. solar winds yeah, and yeah. whatever. And so it's like, but once you get out to Mars or whatever, like you got to deal with that. And so we're already on the path of like whatever the next evolution of humans are. We're already going to be doing that by just settling in the solar system. Yeah. Um, in terms of like bigger goals, but like what type of, again, like this all comes down to eclectic spacewalk. And what I do is like, it, it's all like whatever we're doing is all based on the values you ascribe beforehand, any decision-making, any, whatever, it all is based on what the values you have beforehand. And so if we are going out into the cosmos or out into the, or like the solar system, like there is no promise that we get anywhere past that. There's no promise. We even get outside of the earth, but we, if we go past earth in terms of like morality of being like, we still want to kill each other and stuff. I really don't understand. I don't see a future there. Like I still see that like this, uh, this like militaristic thing of like, well, we have to get to the higher ground. And you see that now with the space force, you know what I mean? And all that <laughs> stuff. And it's like, we need to put, you know, cause they're yeah. going to come and say, we need to put a moon base on it. And it's like, no, 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 We need a moon base for sure. But that needs to be like Antarctica where all the different scientists from all around the world yeah. have a collective fucking thing to then we're here to learn. Yeah. We're here to then impart our wisdom upon humanity up, up from humanity. Not, we need to send a bunch of people to then make a fucking base <laughs> then have eyes on everyone to then make sure we're sh we're the top dogs because we have as they say you know again like higher ground yeah because it's like that's what all the military has been going for from you know our ground battles with like sword and whatever to archery to then like artillery horses to artillery like we're to drones to whatever like we're parsing it out to like trying to become so away from it when it's like again one of the principles i talk about here is they say skin in the game like if you're there and you're on the front lines and you're 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 there and like in with a knife fight with someone you know what yeah. i mean it's like man like you're at the the pinnacle of that like you're <laughs> mano y mano on some guy right. you know what i mean rather than like why would you ever, you know what I mean? Like, how has it gotten to that? Yeah. You know, how has it gotten to then all of our evolution of human and humanity or prefrontal cortex, everything is like, you know, right here at the tip of the spear, like it hasn't changed for thousands of years. Cause guess what? They were knife fighting fucking four, 4,000 years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Like nothing has changed, but everything around us has changed. So why can't we change? And I think really one of the biggest things is we, we forget we're animals. You know what I mean? Like we think we're all hot shit because we like control our reality and we kind of like dictate things, but we forget we're animals. You know, we, we literally have like cues. We have fight or flight responses. We have all, emotions like all those kind of things like yeah we're conscious but it's more like a proto conscious like <laughs> what our conscious really should be is something in the future you know what i mean like that's what real consciousness is going to come down to i think because like now like we if you want to get into the weeds of consciousness is like my subjective reality like of seeing the color red or like your subjective reality yeah. of like your experience it's like well no one i have no clue and will never know what's inside your head or inside your soul and vice versa for me but at the same time, we're here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're here. And There's what are we going to do about it? There's a pretty good chance, yeah, we're seeing, smelling. You know, people have a thing, and it's so silly, but like within this reality, we're like, wait, you don't like dark chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought we were so close yeah, yeah. to saying this reality is so, we, we see it the same way. And then someone will have a thing like, I don't like chocolate. I don't like 
whatever it is. You know, all right. Well, we live in a very different real. Right. But then, but then like newscasters and politicians and snake oil salesmen and all these people p- point to those diversiveness. Oh my God. He likes milk chocolate and <laughs> right. you have dark chocolate. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Like you can fucking disagree on so much shit, but you know, what's the overwhelming fact is that you are way exponentially more similar to any other human than you are different like the fact that you're 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 you know you secrete different things you know what i mean like i'm talking like physiologically biologically like the amount of things that you have common with your fellow man far 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 outweighs what yeah. you differ from because it's like low hanging you know what you differ on like whatever man like you like netflix i like fucking hulu like whatever but like do you have to eat do you have to drink water? Do you need to feel loved? Do yeah. you have to have some type of meaning? Yes. Okay, great. You know what I mean? Like, cause all those things are way more important than like, Hey, you, you think on it, you know, you like this board opping kind of thing rather than this other one. Yeah. I like this beer and you like that, but that's really what it comes down to what we're doing in humanity, like how we live our lives and how we view the world is all different. But then at the same time, we all need to have almost like a, a higher, higher, you know, like a meta kind of narrative. Like, and I like to deal in narratives because it's like religion and all this other stuff. They've had narratives for thousands of years. And well, like, like to, to that end though, y- y- this concept that mm-hmm. you talk about, like not that it would be an awakening, but if everyone were a little more aligned and the one, there's a certain amount of imagination it requires. Oh, curiosity is the basis of all of this. So and I that, don't want to, yeah. that seems <laughs> yeah, to yeah. get zapped at a quick age. For and sure. especially from where you're from, for that sure. you see a lot more billboards there about Absolutely. like, you're going to go to hell and here's shit you can't fire do. brimstone yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it really challenges that i would do this whole set mm-hmm. that is about just silliness what if this is a thing what if this is a thing the overwhelming majority of people who didn't like it would say something very snide on their way out like god bless you in a way that like <laughs> i that's that southern southern like real <laughs> passive aggressive and what they're saying there is like you challenge what i hold the most dear mm-hmm. and and like a challenge like one i didn't challenge you i just offered up something else it's up to you however you take that but if if you have walnut shelled around yourself this protective layer that no one's getting in here because I have such faith in this. Mm-hmm. If anything challenges it or cracks that shell, then what am I? Well, because that's that's where basically what we're dealing with now is that everyone thinks that their views and the ideologies make them who they are. Yeah, and it's like no, like <laughs> no, like run away from anyone that yeah. says that because it's like, dude, I don't I like. I believe, like, I grew up in a, like, a conservative Republican household. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And I am the farthest fucking from that now. (laughs) And it's like, so you aren't your views and you are not your thoughts. Like, you can play, and that's what I think of, like, the ultimate forgiveness of things and compassion is that, like, you don't know what the fuck people are going through. You don't Mm -hmm. know what they're dealing with. You don't know what they're educating. And that's why I'm taking everything from the blank step. Like, you know nothing. Yeah. I'm taking you from, you know, and this, like, allegory of, like, tripping over the truth. Like you, I'm going to like kind of guide you in the things that have helped me. I'm not saying that like you're going to b- magically see the world as I am. But if you go through the certain steps like I did, you may have a different viewpoint, which is like, and then the biggest thing, again, going back to that scientific method of always understanding that you could be wrong. It's like, that is totally against fundamentalism. That's totally against any ideology of saying, I am right. I know what's up. And it's like the only thing I know 
is I know nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Does that wear you down ever though? People, yeah, people. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the only certainty is uncertainty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for sure. But people need, uh, I mean, and within that you can develop an ethos. You can give yourself a set of morals yep. and a compass to guide yourself yep. by. But when you go to lean on something mm-hmm. and crutch gets a bad rap because people go, I'm oh, using that like a crutch. Like sometimes you need one. Right. Sometimes you need to lean over. Well, and but that's why I think heuristics are so important because they're shortcuts. You don't have to fucking like, like, okay, it, like we'll take it through right here. Like I, the heuristics, like of the overview effect, like how do you that, spell it? H U R heuristic H E U R I S T I C S heuristics. Yeah. Heuristic okay. or whatever, but it's basically like a mental shortcut. You know what I mean? And like, you don't need to know all the nuts and bolts, but it's like, if you, okay, for instance, I'll overview effect is one heuristic. Second heuristic that I wrote about in my second newsletter is systems thinking. Like systems thinking is a huge heuristic that people need to understand. Mm -hmm. Like in every way, shape or form. If you have a system and you put in shit, you're going to get out shit. If you put in things that are good, you're going to get out things that, I mean, maybe not for sure. And I'm being kind of facetious in this, but like, it's like if you understand ins and out stocks and whatever they call it, but then how to intervene in a system like leverage points, et cetera, like that's, that is huge knowledge that you can then utilize in whatever instance and whatever field and whatever questioning that you're having that is, that can be used in your personal life your technological life your social life your political life why why do you think there is a a subconscious almost propaganda in the way obviously capitalism Mm -hmm. factors into it so you want people buying shit and the best way to do that is maybe if they're a little less educated on why and or the reason behind it and you see people especially in this city that are they're fit they've got the best brand name workout gear they've got lip fillers they've got whatever Mm -hmm. they think the the system at large is telling mm-hmm, them they should have. Mm-hmm. And they, we, we got our uh, wedding booked and we were one of the first few people to get in there and we got the location we wanted and the ring looks like this and the plates look like this. But there's just this searching in their eyes of kind of like, I should, this should be, someone should give me a medal for this, right? I'm You're doing right. it. I'm doing all this shit. We were like told we're supposed to be doing it. I'm, we're doing it great. We're going on vacation here. We're, you know, uh, doing our uh, honeymoon in this location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are winning moves. Yeah, yeah. And then, but there's just this thing behind their eyes of like, is this is this it? Is yeah, this what I'm right, sure? right, right. So, like, to create that system and understand it, there. Ha- how do you get to that? How do you get to good habits that even make you confident that you're choosing the right system to start putting? Well, you in ha- that okay. Fire? First and foremost is that you need to know that you're full of shit. <laughs> First and foremost, like immediately, if you think that you're hot shit and your shit don't stink, like uh-huh. as in the Usher song got news for you. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. Like, cause again, like the, 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 mo- like let's take MLK for instance. Like I, I am such a large MLK fan. Like I love like his poly, like everything about him. Like he was this fucking revolutionary for not like back in the sixties and his policies now of like anti-war still revolutionary. But was he also a, maybe a philanderer on the side? Like, yeah. Like, again, like, you have to take everyone for the thing. Okay, good instance. We're in L.A., Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Like, Kobe Bryant passed away very abruptly with other people, with his daughter. And immediately, within an hour, it was fucking someone posting, a woman that was like a survivor, posting the rape story, you know, back in, you know, a, a decade ago. Okay? Fair. Yeah. Fair. If that's what you feel, that's fine. But at the same time, you cannot think that there's not going to be critique or pushback on your shit either. Right. Like you, you're not a hundred percent right because anything you do. And so it's like, it's a mixed bag. Like, 
do we all need to have an honest conversation about Kobe's legacy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Should that include that he had rape allegations, but then they were settled out of court? Yeah, that's a, that's a real thing. But here's the thing. If you were to take that, and again, people in Matt, in, in, right there say, no, he either did it or he didn't, you know, but oh, he did it. He did it, et cetera. But it <laughs> doesn't mean one of these people. No, 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 totally. shit, but. no, but he, he did it. But, but I'm saying is that like, take your point. Okay. He did do it. What has he done since then? Right. Because there's a lot of people out there that you're not giving shit to that is actively doing the same shit over and over and over and over. Look at the fucking commander in chief. And then this guy did fuck up, did fuck up in a big royal way. But then what did he do for 10 years after? Yeah. He made himself a legacy for loving his wife and his kids to the point where everyone knew that. So it's like, yes, but no, like, again, like, you take his point that he d- made decisions. Like, we have to be able to forgive people for fucking up. And, like, we're humans. We're not perfect. And then that, I think, Here is like... There's, like, a couple elements to that, though, that mm-hmm. I think are fascinating. 2003, sure. so... 17 years he admitted 17 years long time ago (laughs) long long with but like you're saying like his work with the WNBA with you know coaching his they said said he was going to be the first commissioner you know what I mean like the, the big like he was the next commissioner and shit and it's like Come yeah, on, guys. I mean, he was really establishing a legacy there. However, uh, his wife... So, 2003 acknowledges, like, uh, it's adultery. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Hotel it, in Colorado, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you read the smoking gun depositions, he's not a good person. Yeah. And it was not just, like, a date rape thing. It was a forcible, violent... Right. Uh, thing. Uh, like, thing. Interaction. That, that yeah. normally people serve a significant amount of prison time. Sure. So, his legacy might have been a little more accurate had he, say, spent five years in prison... Good point. ...and come out and fought just as hard and good developed point. this Mamba thing, and then people would go, when he came back, he did all those things, but after he served his time, sure. I think that would have changed Even this that a little bit? Even okay. a little. That's, uh, that's a fair point. So, because in 2011, his wife filed for divorce because he was still cheating on her. Oh. Oh, right. So, oh, okay. Good point. Good so point. He did, I didn't, he yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Like his, his whole legacy to me is so strange. Mm-hmm. I, and then I don't know that I trust anyone that gives himself a nickname. I always think <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> touche salesman touche yeah that's good but not like obviously if I were to come out guns blazing at all this yeah. people would point stuff back at me oh for no that, go, like people fair. did people did it was like uh, oh, utmost sympathies whatever and then literally the first comment is how dare you you're like you know <laughs> apologizing for a rapist it's like guys God, like yeah. fucking A man like uh, okay Point taken. Again, like you just saw me. I had a more, I totally forgot about that, like 2011 thing. And it's like, okay, that's kind of fair. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) seven years after you're still bullshitting, you know? But, But at the same time, like, here's the thing. I don't fucking live in Kobe Bryant's house. You know what I mean? I'm not around like neither the fuck are you, you know what I mean? And it's like for anyone to say that they're, they're in the know or whatever, you have no fucking idea. And then again, like all of this being said is that like, the biggest thing is your own vulnerability, your own like understanding that you don't have all the answers. And I think that is like one of the things that like gets parsed out right now of like religiosity or something. It's like, I have the answers. Yeah. And it's like, well, are you sure? Uh, because it's like just the mere fact that other people around say that they have answers. Shouldn't that automatically like <laughs> kind of make you think like, yeah. wait a second, could I be wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, 
yeah, you might could be wrong. Like, I don't, I don't know like what you believe in. It doesn't matter. It's just the matter of fact that you can know that you don't know everything. Yeah. And I think that starting point is a very healthy starting point and something that in today's age, it's like we have all the answers because and like in our scientificness, like I think that's gone too much pendulum swing to the right of like, we know everything because we yeah. know this or that about some type of like science. It's like, no, we have no idea. Like we're just tr- like, you know that the, those photos are like, like icebergs you know like the yeah. top like on yeah. the top like we we got the, we we have figured out what's on top of the iceberg but underneath what makes it 10 times bigger than that iceberg above the surface no idea yeah. you know what i mean we're still probing sending you know fishing lines down there like we have no <laughs> idea you know and so for me it's like i think but that's i think some of the fun of it but then that's where like all the snake oilsmen and charlatans come in and they just go okay we can just like yeah. do shit we can pull things around with don't these you people. wish you could crack open their brain though a little bit and look in to see if there was like a philosophical kind of mm, breaking point at some point, point at some yeah, age where yeah. they went like you know what this is all nonsense i'm gonna take advantage yeah i think they're a bunch of idiots like sometimes I'll think that's that a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've honestly been there with some of my things, even with, uh, like at my adherence to like, like, um, like doing these newsletters for free. I mean, that may start, but I was like, I wanted to give away information for free. Like yeah. I just said, I wanted to do 10 things, 10 newsletters for people, for anyone and everyone. And after that, I may go to like a subscription kind of paid service because obviously it does take a lot of work. It does too. It's an incredible amount for of time. For sure, for involved. sure. But at the same time, I thought that, that I needed to produce some type of creative, like something to put out into the world, you know, to, to like, and it, it's less so of like my ego, like, you know, pro- false prophet like look at me look at me but it's like hey i've been looking at this shit for a very interesting time you know through an interesting time and a viewpoint and a little bit more serious than you might not have have look at these things and see how you can institute these in life like for instance we'll go into another heuristic of the third one was like object oriented ontology so this is like a theory of everything as they say well theory of everything has been lauded from science from like for since we've got going like there's yeah. a theory of everything oh my god like newton was after it, einstein was after yeah. it and etc so like and that's cool i had a, a physics ta in okay. college who was like i'm not gonna be here a lot but over the next month and he was working on a theory of everything okay yeah yeah <laughs> so, part, but part of me was like what if he's the guy yeah what if he's the guy who knows but i mean uh, again einstein think about this okay let's just set the stage for einstein this motherfucker literally went to school did not get that big of marks on yeah. shit. Like he did okay. Yeah, he got rejected. You know, he, he got same. He goes to try to do you know school, teach. Nah, we're you can't come here. You're, yeah. you're not good enough. So for two years, this guy just toils in the Swiss patent office, just like doing his work. Gets done really early, and then just works on his shit. Works on his shit. Works on his shit. Goes and like literally on buses at night, and then he'll just daydream, and then he'll wake up, and then he'll be at the end of the line. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, but then he was thinking about the t- basically his biggest thing came from him. Th- thinking about him on a trolley going away from the city center where the big clock was and he was then traveling faster than at the clock and then that was like his breakthrough breakthrough you know what I mean like for his relativity because like he was basically just imagining himself like him on a trolley going the speed of light or whatever and then I can't exactly remember but that's how those thought experiments like Einstein's Dreams by Alan Lickman fantastic book that kind of gets you into that but anyway the whole thing with Einstein is that like 
regular not a regular guy by any means but in some instances of like thought and intelligence but just a regular guy like going through academia going through the 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 what everyone does and then he applies to a post doesn't get it and then all of a sudden he spends two years daydreaming and like writing these equations and then breaks physics you know it's like <laughs> whole you know so again it can be that guy you know maybe yeah. not so much but anyway going back to object-oriented ontology it's like that there will never be a theory of everything technically if even if it's a fear theory of everything with like science and matter because again like you there's things outside of materialism you know what i mean there's like forces and things like that and so object orientology what it talks about is like there's almost like a thing that we do with like an object okay so say this table right so uh-huh. we're gonna undermine undermine this and we're gonna make this basically into its relative pieces is that there's matter in here there's atoms like this is made of shit sure. like yeah you know you can break it down break it down break it down break it down and then also this table also functions not just as a table like you could lay on this yeah you could sit on this you could put you know what i mean make this a thing like that you can overmine it so it's it's its qualities like what it can do and object orientology that's made famous by these speculative realists and graham Harmon, who's at the southern california institute of architecture fantastic I, this book like changed my fucking mind is that like well there's a third table the one that just is you know what I mean? The, the thing that's just being, mm-hmm. you know, it goes into Heidegger's like, you know, being and one in itself and that like, it, and to easily get your map or mind around this is that like, you wouldn't say that the Christianity, which is a figment of everyone's imagination has no discourse and no power. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause in materialism, you would think that like, well, there has to be some link, you know what I mean? With the energy and the matter with like, you know, there's more matter or something than the Christians and, uh, but, or, or something, but basically it, it comes down to like, um, what is it? The, what was that company in the 1600s? Uh, the shipping company. Ah, fuck. No. Mm, wait, what is it? Oh, um, it was like the famous shipping company that like did all the new sea voyages. Ah, fuck. If you say it, I'll be like, Oh, that's yeah, what exactly. That was? Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wrote about it anyway in the thing it's like you don't the Dutch East India Trading Company oh okay, okay. Manchester United these things like Manchester United is not a th- like it's you can overmine it you know and it's parts or you can over uh, over undermine it and overmine it so it's parts and then it's what it's things are but there is no such thing as Manchester United Football Club mm-hmm. right like there's just not there's no entity out there like there is an entity that's been made by humans like through su- successive like legalese and and we're getting very philosophical, but it's like, if you want to get to the basis of the basis of the basis, it's like, well then imaginary things have influence on us. And so an imaginary or a theory of everything would have to take into account that, you know? And so that's a heuristic that could change your life. You know what I mean? Or change how the way you think. Um, Object and time is not as, as popular, but the next two, uh, I would say, are is um, non-zero-sum game. So, are you oh, familiar yeah. with those? So, yeah, like, I read non-zero. Mm-hmm. Um, By Robert, Robert, Robin White? Robin, uh, Ro- Robert Wright. I Robert Wright, yeah, yeah. He has a podcast did, and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's great. He did um, uh, non-human as well, or no, the moral animal. Oh, um, and I haven't read that one yet. No, no, no. I, I have it, but I haven't read it. But yeah, non-zero is really fascinating That's from like a full anthropological look for at sure. humanity and like how we are wired up to, especially here in LA, people doing networking and things like that. Like you're trying to have like 
a zero sum sort of mm-hmm. outcome. Well, all of commerce, all of trade, all of economics, everything is zero sum. Everything. Yeah. Someone wins, someone loses. And so if we really want to, and so that's a zero sum is a really, really, uh, good and similar to overview effects because it's like I don't think you have the overview effect without non-zero sum game either you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you have to have the over like what you think is, is like the overview effect is the highest as you do and then how do you do the overview effect well then thinking like non-zero sum because then it's like for instance in podcasting right I'm on your podcast yeah I could say no I don't want to come on your podcast because like you have an audience right no well we're in a non-zero sum like even though you have an audience and I have an audience we're in a we want to we want to have our uh, outcomes linked at some point. If you do good, I do good. If we, if you do bad, then I do bad. So it's like, rather than like, well, if you're doing this podcast then there's a somehow a negative to me, you know? And it's like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, we're all in this together. You know what I mean? The reason why I did this is obviously not just for my own promotion, but as well, like, wait, you're interested. You want to talk like, okay, like, let's go, you know, like this is all in the family type of shit, you know? And so the non-zero sum game. And again, the reason, uh, or the biggest, um, I guess you could say multimedia thing of this is a, the movie Arrival. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arrival, my favorite sci-fi movie of the last like you know ten really years. Really surprisingly great. Like, like just slow key at first. Yeah. You're like, I don't know how this is gonna work, and then like basically <laughs> Villanueva, right? He's the director. It was oh a, yeah, 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 yeah. He mm-hmm. like basically just parsed it out just enough, and then yeah. I mean, Jeremy Ren and a- Rachel McAdams or Amy Adams are fucking great too. Yeah, they she's killed phenomenal. it. Yeah, it's just one of those movies that as it goes along, you get more and more into it yeah. because a lot of times with sci-fi, especially like time travel or something like that, it, it'll do something that even if you don't know why, mm. you're like, some some bell is ringing where mm-hmm. this isn't syncing up. But that one's pretty airtight oh, where oh, you're for like, sure. oh, this is great. This makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I think the storyline was pretty good in that like they pulled on heartstrings about like the kid dying and shit. Like, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. After we're done, I'll tell you a thing that yeah. I thought after. But beyond that, everything else. Well, yeah, but so, but non-zero sum game, I mean, oh, and for anyone's li- like so no, like non in a zero sum game someone wins and someone loses you have an, a, an up and a down basically like you know so there there's some type of uh difference if you will in a non-zero sum game it it usually is is a win-win that's what most people know about it yeah but it also is lose-lose it means that your outcomes are linked you yeah. know and that's what it's like oh like think now think about just life in general. Think about the way you live. Think about politics. Think about, you know, um, uh, industry and technology and stuff. And think about how much our lives are dictated and ruled by zero sum games. And then that is like, okay, well then you, that, that's what I'm talking about. Heuristics. Like I don't have a, pl- a, a panacea pill to take, you know, whatever. But like, if you get a couple of these things going of heuristics to see these like systems thinking non-zero sum, then all of a sudden you start getting this like view of a little bit more intriguing way or different way than what our parents or my, our ancestors, you know, might've, might've lived. And then that goes into like skin in the game, which is the next heuristic that I wrote about Nicholas Nassim Taleb. He wrote a book called skin in the game but it's part of a, a, a larger series called the inserto and it's all about risk so it's this guy he was like a trader he became he's a mathematician like 
top of the fucking food chain like guy and he all talks about like these fat tales of like risk of like he wrote the book black swan are you familiar yeah Yeah, yeah. black swan so like a black swan event is like something like that's why black swans like when i think the first people the english people went to australia and it's like they didn't believe that like you could have a black swan and then they (laughs) saw a black swan it's like oh there can be a black swan okay so a black swan is like a way weird weird event that comes out of nowhere that no one knows about like like an asteroid or fucking the 2008 collapse or like now coronavirus you know it's and so he wrote another book anti-fragile and that like talks about resilience and like or um basically uh, the easiest way to think about that is like you know peanut allergies yeah so peanut allergies over the last like 50 years basically because some kids had peanut allergies back then the government went into again think about values and think about like how these governments came to these decisions and then they said okay we're gonna stop everything like you know airlines you can't have you know we gotta we gotta control the peanut problem we gotta control it and then basically after uh, 40 years of doing this now we have more than ever people that have peanut allergies and then now that the, the uh, just went through um study for the first time with the cdc it, or maybe not the cdc the fda is basically a pill for these kids to take that has a little bit of peanut in it and then every dosage you get a little bit more so cane powder exactly <laughs> <laughs> but basically like it's like you build up a resilience to it yeah. rather than you're never going to be in contact with it. So that's a, that, you know, so that's an anti-fragile kind of thing. So he wrote this book, skin in the game is that like any decision-making that is happening, like the, the, the risk needs to be shared symmetrically rather than right now, asymmetrically. I'll give you a couple examples. One skin in the game. The fact that I have any type of say or any male has any say over women's reproductive rights is just bat shit insane <laughs> like like on the level of like but we're so used to it you know with other people it's like wait what it's like no 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 males who have you know genitals are then dictating how females who do have other genitalia run their lives what like they have zero literal skin in the game you know what i mean like they shouldn't be doing that and you could say even the crit- critics could say okay like a male uh, OBGYN. okay that's fine but then i bet you there's a bunch of female OBGYNs too you know what i mean it's like so you can easily parse out another example of skin in the game is like if you're a senator and you vote for war okay that's fine if you're on the front line with your son no problem have yeah. no problem with this but if you are going to sit there from an air-conditioned fucking office in washington and send a bunch of fucking 18 to 20 year olds to go fight a fucking war that like is on false premises of wmds and like fucking oil but then it really was about the poppies and the you know and the and the pharmaceuticals and the opioid fields in afghanistan that then now has fueled this opioid crisis and fentanyl like all of that all of that comes from non-skin in the game you know what i mean like you don't have the repercussions come back to you like you you're out of it and so how like look around how much of your life is dictated by non-skin in the game disciplines like a fuck ton you know and it's like well we need to make sure moving forward that that's more skin in the game tactics more skin in the game thinking and again that's just one heuristic well isn't it weird that in the stock market people feel like they do have skin in the game because and i guess technically on the small Mm -hmm 
smallest mm-hmm. level. The workforce has all the skin mm. in the game. They don't benefit nearly as much yeah. as people that put in a little bit or a lot, and then it plummets and they lose their money and go, oh, I'm ruined. But you didn't risk any real labor. Yeah. It's just your money. So technically, yes, skin in the game, but that's another one that is that's to me one of the more like gray area ones okay okay well then so the next one i wrote about was was a little bit more like like grim if you will is anime so emile durkheim this philosopher basically talked about anime as being like the collective like disparagements of society like making it like terrible for people to live in so for instance like look around suicide rate through the roof yeah opioid addiction through the roof and basically anime is like when you don't have a good life or a good collective society then people lash out in like hurt like self-harm ways and then the society self-harms itself and yeah. it's like so look at any like desert town you go there's not much to do out here and they go there's a lot of meth yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's something to do there's something that people just find something yeah. to do, which is self-harm which is yeah. like a thrill try i just need something i need to yeah. escape this reality and and it just terrorizes well i think it's it comes a lot is like because you and I, I don't know but like for me i grew up like and my dad and we almost basically lived the american dream right like my dad my grandpa my mom's from like the hills of tennessee went to a small college like in in uh in tennessee and then met my dad there so, you know he was a softball coach or whatever the fuck and then it's like so but he's from dc like his da- my dad uh, my grandfather worked at the state department was part of like the envoy for nixon to go over to china before he made his first visit and so yeah it's like weird you know that that dichotomy of washington like state stuff like my dad like interned at the pentagon and then my mom who has like nothing you know what i mean (laughs) and so it's like that kind of dichotomy is that when they came into uh tennessee tech and they met each other they basically like um Sorry, I've lost my train of thought with anime. Like, I was trying to bring it around for the well, college. Well, I, I was saying, like, the gray area with the uh, stock market, and then you were talking about the dichotomy between, you know, your the haves and haves not, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Your upbringing. Oh, oh, it's seeing the... Oh, the American dream. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. So, like, parents grew up in like a little i grew up in like a small apartment you know then into a smaller house went to public schools and then by like sixth grade i went to like a a, a denominational school and then all of this is and then went to a private you know college prep boarding school or was a day student for high school but it's like throughout that entire thing it's like we started from not nothing but it's like you know lower middle class whatever and then by the end we were like in the upper middle class because at the same time my dad basically went the american dream from like someone who was you know just working as an accountant to then like a cfo then a vp and then whatever and so it's like it's great but then that's not for everyone you know what i mean and then like like i I don't want to get too far into it but it was like it was almost like a a hall of mirrors like you know what i mean we had the american dream but then when we had it and and hold it well then my parents got divorced i I don't speak to my father in the last five years like you know you know what i mean like i don't want to get too off top but it's like it was all you know what i mean it was nice but it wasn't real yeah you know and so what we experienced was like a facade of the american dream and then in reality though is what everyone else is really going through is the 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 failure of the american dream or as noam chauncey called it the requiem for the american dream you know and Mm -hmm. it's like this isn't our you know grandparents time this isn't our you know our parents time and so for me it was like well do you want to sit on the sidelines and let things happen or do you want to try and influence it do you want to try and do something and like i i don't 
perceived to say that I'm even moving the needle, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I would much rather like have a creative outlook and put out or outlet and put out those things and like try and be heard. And then hopefully people listen rather than sit there and sit there and think and think like I have something to say. I have something to say that someone would listen to and then not do it because yeah. I think a lot of people are through that. And it's like, but that's why I'm so interested in my podcast and, and here as well is like, Everyone has, again, going back to that consciousness, everyone has their own subjective viewpoint of reality. And I guarantee you, you will find some type of insight from every single person you will ever know. It's like you will always learn something new from some other person that you've never known before. Oh, Bill Nye. I think that'll oh, be yeah. his lasting quote. Right, right, right. Everyone right. you ever meet knows something yes. that you don't. Yes, yes. Perfect. So great. Perfect. So that's, but that's like, but that's a non zero sum outlook. Mm -hmm. That is not a zero sum outlook, but our entire world is based on zero sum games. Yeah. And it's like, well, we need to have a world that's based on non zero sum games, then cooperation, yeah. togetherness, community. And that's like, you can get hippy dippy, like whatever, but it's like, no, 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 no. Like, we have a finite resources on a planet. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, period, you know? Like, uh, and so, like, it, it's going back to the house yeah. with 40 people. And if we were all looking for berries and one person got so lucky, we all worked hard. We all went out every day and spent the same mm -hmm. amount of time. Someone just had a natural proclivity for it or just weird instinctual and they got buckets of the berries <laughs> and the rest of us came back like, yeah, maybe enough for me. I'm going to share an extra, but I'm going to go without you have like eight buckets. Yeah. Eight buckets. And then that person was like, yeah, that's right. And Etc. And then they'd hoard them and store them. And sure. every time you needed anything from them, they'd charge you berries. Right, but here's and, the, and that to me is a Bezos thing. Right. But we, we haven't got to what we did and evolved to do in that exact position position when we were hunter gatherers. Cause you know what happened when that fucker came back with those eight things of berries and kept it to himself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, great. like, no, no, it didn't go great for him. That's it went I mean, great yeah. for everyone else. It's fine. So you either were a fucking killed or whatever and taking shit. B socially tabooed. B ostracized or C yeah. ostracized. So it's like we have those things inside. It's just that you and I, the people in the village, are not up to slack to then fucking take that or then not take it, but like say something and do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, and again, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as like we need to go take shit from people. Right. I, did, I started this conversation saying that you cannot tell take no it doesn't sound you know what i mean like there's this uh, there's a, a documentary called bird brain and the parrots are fascinating and okay. there's one where they have a clear bucket with a little fulcrum and then kind of a platform on the other end if you step on the platform it raises the clear bucket okay and inside are treats okay but if a bird steps on it it has to st sit on that lever and and so it cannot go eat it so they work in teams it oh, would stand great, on it and be like, great. guys, get in there, get some. And then you're like, oh, so those birds are going to be the ones that just go nonstop, eat yep. all the shit, and then go, thanks for lifting it up. And they don't. One comes over and takes its place. Like, you go get some. Yeah. And if you can see that in the little ass brain of a bird. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, like, how are they figuring that out? Yeah, like, they figured I mean, it out yeah. to be like teamwork, cooperation, sharing the resources. We have it. Well, I think, I think as well, like, I, there were some other stories about... Uh, yeah, that, that teamwork cooperation and like um, chimps or something like they had to like you, you had to like wait or like they had to push it and it gave the thing to the other oh, chimp yeah, or something. Yeah. And then like it's like like I, I think it's so funny because we're, it's tied in our nature. Like they did before that they did like a test thing of like, well, if they press the button and the thing came out and then you like didn't give it to them, like they freaked out, like yeah. freaked out because they knew it was like a thing, you know? And then it's like, but then when they got the thing, it was just a different way of cooperating. Then they're totally fine. You know, everything's <laughs> chill. It's the same thing. It's just, how do we get there? Um, 
and that's oh, but again like coming back to uh, so after anime I, I wrote a post called ter- tertiary um, terrestrial politics so like Bruno Latour is this French philosopher great dude and he basically thought of that like what's happening now is like we've basically put all of our psychological and sociological things into like another earth like a phantom earth of like what we want and what it would be oh, and yeah. like you know all this shit and then what we have right now like that's impossible and then now we're dealing with like the misgivings of like the globalization of what we thought we were going to get you know what i mean (laughs) that's such an extrapolation of people that are voting in ways where they're convinced they are going to be billionaires everyone's living a life for like well when i'm in really great shape and when i have my speedboat like but what are you doing now i'm just watching tv and eating a you know entire pizza by myself but when i do it when i do this stuff Totally. No, I mean, well, the, <laughs> it's so funny because like in th- terms of like voting and, and that kind of stuff, like ter- ter- terrestrial politics, like again, like I don't think a one world government is like the solution, mm-hmm. but like there's got to be something of like humanity that's like, it's almost like a skunk force. You know what I mean? Like, you know, skunk works and like a, a company, it's like all about R&D. Like that's what they do. It's like a black budget, but like for R&D and innovation and okay. shit like that. It's like, that's what we really need to be doing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, it's like, we should have a seat, you know, not like a seat, but like a, like an organ, like again, everything gets corrupted because we're humans. But again, if you come from the aspect of like, we're going to get it wrong from the beginning, well then there's not this like weird dichotomy of like lying and so, you know what I mean it's like if you start from the beginning of saying we don't know what we're doing then automatically that takes so much pressure off of like having to like what we have now with the coronavirus is that in, in China and then Iran and in the United States same problem we are literally telling people that uh, we're not t- giving the test results out yeah it's like what <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about yeah. you're not telling me the test results like numbers and it's like Okay, like this is 2020 happening currently in the United States right. in an administration, and we decry China for like their authoritarian, like whatever. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck did Pence do yesterday? You know what I mean? Like literally yesterday. And so, in, in that kind of tertiary po- ter- terrestrial politics, it's like, well, we need to get. And the coronavirus is a great example of this. It's like we all need to get on some type of same page, and that, that's also. My latest essay that I talked about is consilience or the unity of all knowledge. And it's like consilience is like freedom or, you know, democracy. It's an ideal that you strive towards knowing that you will never reach that perfectionism. But again, there's two outlooks of that. You can either go and get disappointed that you didn't reach the perfection or get to the point, the fact that we know what we know. You know what I mean? Like the cultural knowledge that we all know. Just to the fact that you know what I mean, like the it's it's crazy. But it feels like we're at the mercy of a progression that unfortunately had one thing in front of the other. Hard, fast religious ideals came before. Maybe this is way yeah, off, yeah. but before monumental discoveries that would have allowed people to be like, whoa, this is what we should focus on. This is what right. we should spend our time advancing and continuing to explore. But in reality, when like, say the musket was invented, all that did was allow people to go, now we can go show those jerks who believe in a different God that our God's the right yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally. Just, well, I, but I think, but I think again, it comes back to that 1960s and I'm not trying to throw people under the bus, but it's like different people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like different time. 
like anything you know before 1960 and the and the moon it's like that's kind of when i usually do it but it's like anything before that like i don't i don't know what that world is you know i legitimately that is foreign to me that is history to me yeah. you know it's like but the fact that we still have the vestiges of the past and the shackles of the past like why why like it's just because we choose to do it like again perfect example coronavirus happens all this stuff about like the united states literally made a mandate that you cannot um no states sorry states made mandates about insurance companies not fucking charging for this it's like wait what you mean that you can just do this (laughs) and it's like totally like that like fucking that you can just change shit and again it's so funny again when you think about uh like the um uh, different changes. So for instance, like university of Washington is closed down. A lot of schools are closed down. What the fuck have disabled people been fucking wanting for years? Teleconferencing, fucking ease of use, whatever. All of a sudden one epidemic happens. Boom. Shit's changed. But for years and years, we're telling disabled people go fuck yourself. Like we don't have the time. We don't have the energy. We don't have the resources. But then all of a sudden, just because a bunch of able bodied regular Joes fucking are having issues, but it's the, boom, it, it's like, the you know? it has to, the, you, the personal t- thing that it touches mm-hmm. in this situation happens to be the public. Sure. We're in more often than not, we're guilty of that in that, uh, right now someone's desperately raising money for their child that has some sort Very of good point. thing. Yes. We will never know. Go the name of. by the way. <laughs> and then we go, well, what is that? Yeah. The moment it touches our child, we're like, why doesn't everyone know about this? Why Absolutely. doesn't everyone care about it? Absolutely. So when it hits the public, then then it's real quick. Well, I think that it needs to be an, it's not an either or thing. It's a yes and thing. Like, again, like you need to, like both those things of, okay, you, like good example of like you have a kid or have a significant uh, loved one, et cetera. Something happens. You're not there. Um, like to the general public, something happens and you have some type of distance, right? Then it happens to you. And then all of a sudden it's front page news to you right in the, you know, in your dichotomy, we shouldn't do eat just one or the other. We should do both. One as you as a parent should probably chill the fuck out for 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you should be caring about your loved one, like whatever, but you need to also take a chill, like breathe for 10 seconds. Yeah. And also for society, we should also be helping those people out. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's a both thing. And then we get caught into this like, well, this one, that one, and ROI of this to that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like what is the goal? And then that's what's come back from all of my things of like, well, the reasons why I do all these heuristics, it's like everything is just based on the values and the goals that you set. Like what goal do you want? Because like for one person, that goal is not good enough. Mm-hmm. But another person, that is like more than they've ever dreamed of. Same goal, same people, same interaction, same everything but it's literally just two different thoughts well how do we get to the point of like understanding each other at that way well you're only going to get that through conversation and 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 empathy and love and whatever you're not going to get that from a time a type of like confrontation of like i know what's up and you (laughs) need to fall in line and like adhere to my you know oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly so i don't know but like one of the last things too is like uh uh 
like after consilience is like you know the unity of knowledge uh, of sorts it's it's just very interesting because it's like it's it's a it's a fool's journey because it's like i you you always will never have that you know you always not have like all the information like all the things that we've lost through history of like the vikings the mongols the crusades the yeah. library of alexandria like what like if i could go anywhere in time ever it would be to the library of alexandria really it's like oh you're an alexander the great fan no, it's no knowledge of what the fuck was before. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like at, when that thing burned down, we almost kind of started over. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, not really, but it's like. But back then, like they've they have things of like what was it? Um, Plato or so, someone like went there and was like, like whatever he said. I just remember reading and being like, what? Like that's what was there? Like scrolls upon scrolls upon scrolls upon scrolls upon scrolls. Like back and back and back of yeah. other, like, from the birth of humans exactly that's what i'm talking yeah, about like yeah. it's like you what like but all that gone you know and it's like but that's knowledge right, you back can't up say, your hard drives people yeah <laughs> in today's life yeah yeah <laughs> but then again is and other things too it's like well there'll also be things like we were talking about the multiverse stuff it's like well we might never know what's outside of our universe and does it <laughs> matter you know what i mean again like it comes to a certain level of like well like how much influence does that actually have on you in your daily life? Yeah. Whether that is a right or a wrong answer, you know what I mean? Or was whether that is a, something's out there or something's not, yeah. how much does that matter? Again, that that's where the layers and the heuristics come in. Cause you can get lost. You can get real lost real easy. You know, dude, we have, <laughs> we went over our budgeted time. Okay. I don't want to take fine. too much your day. No, it no, flew no, by. Good. This is so fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to have you come back and yeah, we can talk and shop anytime. Yeah, Great. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, maybe you can anytime. fill in and be the new Ben when I, uh, <laughs> Hey, if you need a, if you need a, uh, as they say, a reliever, you know what I mean? Yeah, a utility yeah. player. Call oh, me I'd up. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I, I, um, I can't recommend it enough either. The eclectic space, spacewalk yep. and good luck with that. And if you do have to monetize it, no one on this end is going <laughs> to. Well, I, here's, here's my thing with that is I've been thinking about like, again, like, you you talk about uh, morals and whatever. I've thought about that is if I take any advertising money, it's like, okay, well, let me only do the things that uh, I like and enjoy. So like the great courses, like I'm going to reach out to them because it's like, perfect. Like I love great courses, audible, love audible. So like those types of things, like yeah. if it's a spot here or there of things, but then you get to the point where all of a sudden someone knows about this, that they can advertise and then they start sending you shit. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's that, there's where the rubber meets the road. Are you going to take that shit? Or are you going to not like, eh, well, it, it depends on your preferences. depends on what you want. But at the same time, like you got to be honest with yourself. If you're honest with yourself, I can't really fault you for that, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> then later when he's running a global multi. <laughs> well, here's my goal. Then I'll, I'll give you a moonshot is that for me, my biggest life goal is lit. It's not just personally to go to the moon. Like that's, I think, plausible and still still possible yeah but for me is like my biggest thing is i would love 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 to then be a part of the team that creates like an antarctica type of like consortium of nation things to then like go to the moon and set up a scientific base of like more of like the looking at the overview effect and looking at like us and things like that because it's like imagine you know, being a pre postdoc or something like that. And you get to like go to the moon and yeah. like think about how different that perspective that would be obviously with VR and stuff that becomes easier for the normal person. But I think that that would just be a moniker of like, wait, there's people up there. You know what I mean? Just like there's people down in Antarctica right now doing shit with ice cores, doing it, doing yeah. it, you know, it's like, well, what if we had that on the moon? You know, 
So that's I love me. it. <laughs> I hope you get it, man. Thanks, man. And it's great. It's called a moonshot. Yeah, hey, <laughs> we're going to the moon. <laughs> Nick McKay. Yes. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Check out Eclectic Spacewalk and hopefully get Nick back sometime soon. He's got to fill in for Ben to be the new uh, last minute guy to come in at a, at a, in a pinch to drop of a hat. Although I don't know how likely that's going to be soon. There might be yet another kind of hiatus for the show because of people's uh, need to socially distance, which hopefully you're doing if you're not quarantining. I kind of like that everyone, especially in the States where things have not been handled in a, uh, a way that makes you feel overly safe and well-prepared. People are taking it on themselves. Giant companies that have lots and lots of revenue at stake have chosen to call off giant tournaments and festivals and things like that. So hopefully you're doing the same and not uh, going out to the bar and being like, ah, there's only a few of us here. Let's take a little time, see if we can get some test results back, get an idea of how much it has spread, and then wait for the warm weather to hopefully kick in and help us out. But until then, until we get some tests and have some accurate data, do your best to uh, wash your hands, don't touch your face. You know all the stuff. You don't need to hear more about that at this point. In that episode, we talked about heuristics. Check those out more. Again, go to Eclectic Spacewalk. Check out what Nick's doing. It's fascinating. Take your mind off of all of it. There's always been fear. The more you look into it, the more frightened you might get. You see some of the footage. You watch any pandemic movie. It's likely going to grip the general population into uh, some chaos at certain points. So I hope it doesn't come to that because then who knows at that point. Hopefully everyone keeps their cool. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, non-zero stuff. Check out that book, Robert Wright. I think it's really fascinating. And we talked a little bit about a little bit about Kobe and uh, the 2003 sexual assault. Uh, if you are a Patreon member, you might have listened to that episode I did. It's long. It's well over an hour, almost two hours, which I was shocked by. Uh, just going over it and revisiting some of the stuff from the police interviews and some other articles and things like that. So if that interests you in any way, if you're not familiar with it, Maddie, who I hope that's okay, I referenced her name, uh, reached out and said, like, I did not want to listen to it. I was worried that people were going to come after you. But then after I did, it was um, refreshing, or I forget the exact word she used, but just kind of like relieving um, to boil it down to kind of the uh, the main points. And, and then there's some... I guess, uh, subjective things that go into that as well. Anyway, that'll be on Patreon. And if there aren't new episodes in the coming weeks, as we figure out how, how, uh, how the spread of this virus is going to go, there will be episodes up in the Patreon and I won't just do like day four bunker watch. I'll try to find something interesting to talk about that'll stimulate you in a way hopefully take your mind off things in a little bit i don't want it to just be uh here's what it's like to be quarantined anyway i'm sure we're all kind of looking for new things to watch and read and listen to during this and maybe it's helpful for new habits to form as you're trying to fill your day um if you've been thinking about learning how to play an instrument now might be the time or learn a language or write that book you've been thinking about doing maybe give it a try you got a lot of time on your hands potentially Maybe now's the time to do it. Anyway, I don't want to push that on you. Just throw it out there. Thanks to those of you who do support the show on Patreon. And hopefully you did like the the episode, the long one, and the others as well. Once you, once you sign up, it's like two bucks a month. You can get access to all of the previous 
uh, Patreon episodes. And this show is made possible by contributions from listeners just like you. I try to keep it ad-free. Uh, hopefully you enjoy that. Thanks again to Nick. Thanks to Dan. And of course, we're thinking about Ashley and Jean. Talk about the dangers of this virus. It's certainly impactful to people that have compromised immune systems. Uh, and and can't even imagine the the kind of fear that you kind of just have to brush off, I guess, when you're in that position to just go, yeah, well, there's a quote that keeps floating around, like, life's not so bad that it always can't get a little bit worse. And uh, you have to d- adopt these kind of bizarre sayings like that to just push yourself through and realize, I guess we're lucky in this moment. I guess it's, it, it could always be worse, but we're sending positive energy down to Ashley and, of course, our friend Gene and uh, rooting for this thing to just blow over and certainly not impact them and or other people who are in a bad way physically prior to this virus, which seems to really really be picking on the uh, old people and things like that. So anyway, you know enough about it not to scare you more and more and more. Thanks for stopping by here. Hope you enjoyed the chat. More to come. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Here's a song from Hazel English. Uh, haven't played her much on the show, even though I'm a huge fan. I feel like she's at that tipping point where she's big enough, might not need the exposure that this tiny little show could provide. But then I also think there's probably a lot of people that are unfamiliar with who she is. I think you might like it. Check out any of her songs. If she's one of those people that if you just like search her name in YouTube or something like that, uh, you'll like any of the songs that come up. She's just great. This one's called Shaking. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for stopping by the Space Cave. Baby, I'll set you free